0: you guys welcome back to another episode of the seltzer time podcast it's your boy ricky aka dick chuck aka the man behind the can at seltzer time official here is always my conversation accomplice come with the hunch about worcester
1: traps what is cracking fizzle fiends welcome back to another episode of the seltzer time podcast and as always we are so glad you've joined us this week on the show we're talking to our friend jenny Pasillo, reigning worcester's best waitress local voice uh, oh my god, we came up with an awesome way we we're gonna introduce her and I already forgot I should have wrote it down.
0: Oh uh, well, um
1: Local bad Yeah.
0: Hi gary I love you there. She's a doctor.
1: But, yeah, she's she's a doctor, doctor of pain. And um before we get there though, you know what we have to do. Hey Ricky, how was your week?
0: Uh what's up? Um my week was good, man. Um yeah, it was pretty solid week. We just bunch of hanging out. Um I feel like we started uh, curbside pickup at Worcester Wears last week. Nice. So that was kind of cool. Went in a couple of days to help break up the day. It's shocking the um, some of the phone calls you get uh, from people wondering all kinds of different things. Um, I got a phone call from a person who literally, I was like, get up new And they were like, hey, uh, so you guys are open. And I was like, well, we're only open from 12 to 4 these three days for curbside pickup. And the guy was like, okay, can I order over the phone? I was like, nope, um, doesn't work that way. Like, you have to order online, that way it takes out the inventory and all that. And he's like, okay, cool, I'm gonna pay with cash. And I was like, no, like, I can't do that. Like, A, I don't have any cash at the store, but also like, money. you have to order online, and then I pull it, and then I just hand you a bag. Like, it was, and that wasn't the only call like that. There was a couple other ones that were very, Kind of confused on how the the curbside pickup thing works, but a bunch of people did it. It was good. A bunch of people were were great. So that was fun. I don't know. That was kind of it. I brewed my first beer over the last couple weeks. Okay. Yeah, brewed a beer with uh, my buddy Sean, my buddy Mike, and we finally it was ready to drink um this past weekend. So the three of us enjoyed the beers that we had brewed, uh, and they came out great. It's kind of like a West Coast IPA style but kind of refreshing to drink one of those it's most things around here are like hazy as hell it's kind of okay. nice and have like a bitter more bitter ipa so it was solid um was it cool i feel to like that's something? kind of
1: what was it cool to drink something that you made though that that must be pretty yeah
0: early. yeah it's cool i so like the i guess the three like careers i've had um where coffee music and beer And I've never had interest in like the production side of any of that stuff. So like I worked at a drum company and I don't play drums. I don't care. I never want to, like, it's just not a thing for me. And then working at the dive, like I loved the idea of like selling beer and I love drinking beer and I love talking about beer, but every shit, somebody like, dude, yo, I brew beer. Like you brew beer. Everybody wants to talk about brewing beer. I'm like, I've never done it. Never had any interest. Don't care if I ever do it. Um, and then this just kind of happened. Uh, our buddy Sean is really interested in it and always wanted to brew one. So the three of us were like, "All right, cool, let's do it." And it was fun, super fun, actually. So it's kind of yeah. nice to drink something that we made and like watched happen over over the course of a couple of weeks, basically.
1: But yeah, my buddy Rockwell back home in Connecticut loves to brew his own beer, and he's been at it for a, about, a few years now. And like really. I respect anybody that takes that much dedication to their craft where they start refining their recipes and he's moved on from like the kits to actually just buying raw ingredients and like recipes. Yeah. It's neat.
0: Yeah. I'm sure like, I would like to someday do that. It's, I mean, again, like it's not a thing that I'm like ever going to devote much time to. Um, Sorry. Um, (laughs) I thought somebody was here. Oh, Um, But it was fun it was super fun so yeah it's good i i haven't been drinking during the week like monday through up until friday night um just to kind of like change up the way quarantine's been (laughs) so it's been super it's exciting like getting to friday and being like oh i'm gonna have a beer this is dope but i got a bunch of honest weight stuff i bought a bunch of stuff at north main and then now we have these beers so now it's like what am i like, what am I going to drink now that I only have, like, this two-day window to drink them and I'm not trying to get, like, wasted?
1: <laughs> right. So,
0: it's become it's not- my new my new thing to think about. Like, well, if I have this this night and then this this night. Sorry. Sorry. I can't hold on to pens to save my life. Yet, every time we record at home, I hold one. them.
1: very <laughs> weird. How was your week? <laughs> it was good, man. Um, just a li- one last little point about that. I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I cannot wait until the culture of that, that like home brewing reaches the cannabis in, like world where home growers are now exchanging strands and talking about like, I love that whole idea of being self-reliant, making your own stuff like yeah. super, super cool. I don't know. I can get super get behind that. It's fun. My week my week was good i um my mother turned sixty on Friday. Happy birthday cool. mom. happy birthday and my dad has his birthday was the week before, so um we went down this past weekend. My mom did a socially distant gathering for her friends for her birthday. Um, so there was less than twenty of us all in my parents' backyard. There was a fire. She had set up these tents in the backyard, so like people got to stay far away from each other. There was lights there was a bunch of tiki torches. Nice. It was it was super cool, um, and I got to see Rockwell and his family and his beautiful wife Christy, and um, I got to stare up at the stars with a three year old, and I it was man I tell you like it's those special little moments that make you pause and realize like how much of the shit I think is important really isn't that important, and like yeah. I don't know it sounds stupid but I wanted to just pause that moment in life and just live there for. You have a while because it was just so innocent and pure and just a wonderful conversation with a young mind that's learning how things work. It was, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, it was great to see my fam. It was great to see my homies and it was a good week. Oh, yeah. um, it's a little bit of a family-oriented episode aside from our language, but uh, yeah, yeah, right. like we uh, teased off the top this week, we had our friend Jenny on. <coughs> yeah, very- no,
0: It was awesome having Jenny on. I like i mentioned in the podcast jenny is the only person i knew that what went to neighborhood watch meetings and city hall meetings and stuff like that and she would live tweet them which is very much in my wheelhouse of like gaining information just through twitter um and i would just sit there and, and scroll through while i was working the dive like before we got busy and like jenny's also the funniest person i think i know like super funny She's hilarious. Like, and she's always, always, always been like that. Just unbelievably funny. Like, not dry humor, but like like she'll like kind of like she can turn anything into a very fun experience without being loud and like over the top about it. Um, so she just has such a great take on the city in general, but especially like city politics. So it's cool to like finally have her on the show um and get her perspective into what's going on with city hall meetings and neighborhood watch meetings and stuff like that
1: great yeah especially following last week's episode with bill shaner like it feels like this is the next step feels like even just as two creators in our city we're getting a little bit more locally focused and we have people like jenny to thank for kind of like renewing or even giving us an interest in city politics
0: yeah i think it's that type of stuff is really important too like getting so like you trust Like, I trust somebody like Jenny, right? Where, like, yes, she's making it fun and, like, approachable. But also, it's more of a, like, okay, well, if Jenny's going to this, maybe I should also go to it. Or at least pay attention. If it's not for me, it's not for me. But it's it's interesting having people open a door like that. And, like, the same with Bill, where, like, Bill questions everything that happens in the city, where it's, like, even if you don't agree with him, that that voice is always in your head like well why why don't you look and then you kind of like take that educate yourself and like form your own opinion based off of that so it's kind of kind of cool to have the two of them on back to back
1: yeah so without further ado i think we can uh, rip into this all right what's happening guys this week on the show we have jenny pasillo the reigning best waitress in worcester per the worcester magazine and local voice in our community jenny welcome to seltzer time Hi, thanks for having me. Hi. <laughs> uh, Jenny's been on our list since like, probably when we first started talking about bringing guests on the show, because I always love the fact that she was the, so vocal about getting votes for her Worcester Magazine, uh, Best Of, like that always made me, to me, the person that really wants it should get it. Like everybody else is kind of like milk toast about it, but Jenny was like, no, I'm the best and everybody should damn know it. I always thought that was so awesome. <laughs> So thank Thank
2: you you
1: so much um (laughs) just so how would place to start what is your worcester story like have you been here a while
2: um so i grew up in shrewsbury and i lived all over like i lived in phoenix and then boston and new york and whenever i would like come home from any of these places i'd always end up in worcester so i came back from new york like I don't know, almost 10 years ago. And I was like, I'm just going to stay here for a few months, like finish up at Worcester State and then get back to New York. And then I just never left. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't plan on leaving either.
1: Yeah?
2: Yeah, I love it. I we uh, Well, my kid's dad, you know, my landlord, he owns a home here. <laughs> oh. And I live in it. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> Whenever you refer to him as your landlord, I like – legit there's not many like twitter accounts that make me legitimately laugh out loud except for yours thank you like- so much <laughs> yes. he
2: hates it oh, he hates it so much that's why i do it <laughs> 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 he gets really bummed out oh so- poor Nate. Poor Nate. like nicest human i just like torture him like every day <laughs> that's all i've been doing during quarantine <laughs>
0: That's awesome.
2: Yeah, he's my landlord, and so, you know, we have a nice little house in Burncoat. Super cute. It's the neighborhood. Yeah. You've
1: basically been in the area your entire life, back and forth. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where were you employed as best waitress in Worcester?
2: Joey's Bar and Grill. I've never been to Joey's. So good. Have you been, Travis? Can't say I have it's good it's like uh everybody's parents favorite restaurant okay <laughs> like on the west side it's like i i know so many people's parents it's really funny huh they just come in and like party that's it's, it's a fun it's a really fun restaurant okay cool
0: that's it's over by uh foley stadium right
2: yeah it's like in a strip mall which is kind of weird and you're like why would i go there but then you go and it's like all the waitresses have been working for joey and his wife for like 10 years 15 years they're all like crazy you know what i mean it's really fun one of them um works at miss wister okay oh. you probably you'd know if you saw her but she's so nice nice it's really fun it's a fun time oh, yeah.
0: So
2: if I ever decide to go to restaurants
1: again, I'll go to Jerry's. <laughs> yeah, no kidding,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully
1: soon. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay. as best Worcester, uh, best oh my god, best waitress in Worcester. What mm-hmm. do you feel makes a good waitress? Like, what qualifies?
2: Um, I think it's getting to know like your guests Joey's has like a huge regular crowd and so these are people that will like bring us cookies at Christmas and like everyone like celebrates together and like you know it's just really nice it's almost like a family that sounds so corny and like I've never said this about any other restaurant but it really is because like you know everyone they bring their kids and their grandkids and it's just a really nice atmosphere when you're friends that's cool it's cool and you got to know obviously like how to carry a tray
0: (laughs) (laughs) the thing i can't do
2: yeah the hardest thing
0: the only restaurant job i ever had in an actual restaurant was when i worked at armsby so like trying to carry a tray with like different size like beer glasses and martini glasses and water and i was like i can't do this like i also like had no interest in being a server so i was holding the tray like this. And, like, all the girls were, like, walking around with, like, the one-handed, like, move, and I'm, like, fuck. Like, <laughs>
2: not, like, like a lunch tray, like, you're in the cafeteria.
0: <laughs> yeah. Really can. <laughs> you can't do that. Like, I, I don't want to break all this shit, because that's what's going to happen if I start walking around like this.
2: It's the worst when a tray drops, and you have a million drinks, and you're just, like, I want to die. <laughs> have, you, have you ever dropped a tray? Mm-hmm. I've dropped trays. Oh. If you just want to like it. Just sucks. It sucks so hard. It's it just as bad as you can imagine.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that sucks.
2: oh. It's stressful, right? It's stressful to think about.
0: It is a little stressful.
1: So I'm officially but- out of waitress questions. But we didn't bring Jenny on just because she's a waitress. Uh, <laughs> for anybody that follows Jenny Danger on Twitter, you know that she has one of the hottest Twitter accounts in the city. Uh, her, the hottest. Seriously.
2: Whoa,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of her takes, her perspective, and she's pretty vocal about her feelings on what's going on locally, and she wants to pass it on to some of our local leaders. I give you, I, that's, I've been so impressed. One, I have not made it through a three-plus-hour one of those meetings. I can't. I just lose interest.
2: They make it that way on purpose, I swear.
0: Like, I, so wait, so how did you get involved in going to, like, any city meetings?
2: So, well, I started with my neighborhood watch meetings um, two years ago. So it was like, there's like a burn Facebook group, which is insane. I was just I
0: can only imagine how lit that is.
2: Join it. It's crazy. It's like okay. a real roller coaster. So I'm like on this group because I'm super nosy, and a bunch of people are having their cars broken into. And they'd be like, there's gangs of kids, 15 kids walking through the streets at night, blah, blah, blah. Like people are losing their shit, right? So it's like, oh, this is nuts. Just lock your car. How about that? Lock your car. Not a big deal. What's I'm- even in your car? 50 cents? Going, my- yeah like cds like you don't even have cds anymore <laughs> <laughs> so they were like okay we're all so upset everyone's talking about this neighborhood watch meeting in the francis perkins library basement and i'm like well i'm obviously going to go to this okay because i need to see like what's going to shake out so i like, go i go to everything alone i don't like to go with people <laughs> like go by myself. I'm like, the Basement of the library is packed. It's all these like boomers just losing their shit. They're like, people, this is what they said, was that people can get some kind of device that when you unlock your car, they, it will pick up that signal and put it in their device. Then they'll come back later and unlock your car. So they are literally just like, keep your keys in your freezer. And there are these two cops because every neighborhood meeting is fun <clears throat> is run by police. And these cops are just sitting there like so bummed out. They're just like, no, no, no. Like it's probably one person just walking through the neighborhood just jiggling handles, that's it. And all these like old dudes are like, no. And I saw, and you know, it's, you know, Lincoln Village is like, they're dropping that a lot. she's like, we get what you're saying. You know what I mean? So anyway, so after that meeting, I was like, I'm never going to miss this again. I haven't for two years until quarantine hit. I went to every neighborhood meeting for Burncoat for two years straight, like pregnant, in the snow, dragging my kids. I had Bixby two weeks later, I was at my neighborhood meeting. Like they had presents for me. <laughs> 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 That's so none awesome. of them were that exciting again. There was one that was exciting. There, Every eight meetings, you'll get something that's, like, I don't want to say worth it. It's always worth it. But I've never seen a meeting like that again. It's the same 12 people.
0: Do you, so when you go to these, do you, like, do you say anything? Or are you just there to, like, get entertained for,
2: excuse me, a couple Uh, hours? No, I, like, Nate makes fun of me for this all the time. Like, I don't have complaints in the neighborhood. Like, I think it's really, like, a very pleasant place to be. Yeah. So, no, I don't think I've ever complained.
0: That's...
2: When I was running for Best Waitress, I promoted myself. I announced it there. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, they were just like, you're so stupid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You probably went at that point for a whole year, didn't really say much, and then got up to the mic and be like, I'm running for best waitress and I would really appreciate your vote.
2: That's exactly what I did. That's what I, did. <laughs> I just sit in the back. I mean, like, I have friends now. Like, I've made a couple really nice friends that I wouldn't have known normally. But I just sit there and, like, tweet. Oh, dude. listen.
0: You're... Okay, so I... Probably wouldn't even know that there were such thing as like neighborhood watch meetings. In no one knows. No one no,
2: yeah. no. does.
0: Outside of being at the dive and working and it not being like, I mean, it's relatively early in the night. What time do you go? Like seven or eight or something like that?
2: six It's like six ish.
0: Six ish? Okay. So, yeah. So, right when we, when nothing would be going on, I would just like just refresh Twitter until people would walk in. And the night of the meeting, I would. Always look forward to it because it would just be you live tweeting this like <laughs> neighborhood watch meeting. And I was like, this is the this is the best thing that's ever happened to Twitter. Ever.
2: Everyone <laughs> should go. There's so much. I mean, it's not convenient. Like it is, they don't make it convenient. And I feel like they don't really make it super well known. Yeah. Which is irritating, right? Because they're like, Oh, everyone should make friends with the police. Like, get to know your police officers. And it's like, The two cops who run it are super duper nice, you know, but I've also been going for two years. Like I bring my kids sometimes and they're, you know, they give the kids stickers. So it is good. Like if I ever got in trouble, I would definitely drop this cop's name. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you know know me,
0: but like (laughs) I brought light to the neighborhood meeting. So what's up? I'm
1: neighborhood watch Jenny. Come on. (laughs)
2: Like, oh, shit that should have been my introduction
1: oh sure well all right. so let's go back so this week on the (laughs) show so we've been live tweeting the neighborhood watch and then you've been live tweeting the uh, town council meetings as of late right
2: yeah I've started to pay more attention to those like I would go once in a while like have you guys ever gone to the city council meetings city council town council same thing there would be I mean, I've it, never been. The you went to the top one, probably.
1: I went to one, and it's because they recognized something that we did, and we got the mayor. But again, we didn't actually sit there and listen to the whole thing. They just kind of paraded us out, took a picture, and then back. It was basically a reason to hang out with Dan Rasicott for a minute.
2: <laughs> oh, that <laughs> sounds great
1: Yeah, I'll take any chance I get.
2: Have you guys interviewed him? Not yet. He's elusive. He...
1: You like that's when,
0: I'm, I'm like I want to have him on now but I also am like should we wait till he retires that way we can get like the real story
2: yeah unedited I want that. like
0: there's a lot of things I've heard from hanging out with him when he's not working that I'm like I want to talk about th- I want that perspective <laughs> on the podcast but I know that we can't do that at the moment
2: I know I know that's the same with AJ AJ Pottle, who runs the meetings, like, he's the nicest human, and he's so interesting in, like, a bunch of other ways, too, but I feel like it's tough when you work there. You can't really say your opinion.
0: Yeah, you have to get Which makes sense. It does. Have you been... Okay, so back to the city council meetings. Did -hmm. you ever go to those, like, in person, or did you get involved
2: now? No, I've been to a few, like, I remember there was a powwow one where people... I can't quite remember the reason, but I went just because, like, so many of my friends have done powwow. And then I went to the one about recycling, about the city switching over to Back. no plastic. That one was really weird. And I don't know. It's, like, the same people go. So, like, you go and sit in the balcony, and there's just, like, a guy that sits there and, like, does, like, a crossword puzzle. Like, I want to be that guy. Like, I, once this <laughs> is all over, I want to really start going for real. It just because it's like six thirty on a Tuesday, and it's like you got to make dinner, and it's you know weekly, so it's kind of hard to keep up, but nothing else to
0: do. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start going. I
2: think I'll sit with you.
0: (laughs) Yes, let's do it. This is gonna be great.
2: We'll live tweet
1: uh, it. I'll just yeah yeah, read your Twitter feeds. It saves me the time.
2: It's like, these things are so boring, except when they're not. And then you're just like, I'm so glad I'm here to like, see what's happening. That, I remember at the powwow one, it was like the public comment section and some guy got up and I think he, there was like a city pipe that had been um, exploding in his backyard or something. And he's tried, like, it seemed like he had tried like many different avenues and no one was helping him. So he came to this meeting and he was like there's shit in my backyard, like, there's shit, and he was just, like, losing his mind, because here's a pipe, like, trashing his yard, no one will help him, and all the counselors were like, okay, 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 we'll take care of it. Yeah, like, it's kind of cool to see who goes.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, we talked, like, last week on the podcast about how my first ever city council involvement was, two weeks ago when they did the, they had like the, they're talking about the police budget and stuff. And I feel like most people I know sat home that night and like watched the live stream, which is like the weirdest thing ever. If you were to tell me like four months ago that like, A, you're trapped at home, B, you're not gonna be going to restaurants and C, you're gonna be really invested in a city council meeting, along with everybody else you're friends with. Okay. Like, it cool? It's awesome. We had I had like multiple group chats going with like people being like fuck this like everybody was losing their mind. I was telling Shayna, I was like, dude, it felt like I was watching a Bruins game.
2: Where I was like, oh,
0: here we go. And then like one of them would say something stupid, and I was like,
2: that's our shit. That's cool. Yeah, it, and like you, you'll see people pop in. And it'll be like Ricky Nelson is joined, like I like random people who I'm, like I'm like Buddy Caloran's here watching this. Like I would never have guessed it. It's yeah. so much fun just to see like. Who's and then like Brian O'Donnell in his mother. he runs
0: he runs that like Facebook comment section. It's would, a beautiful friend.
2: <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah, he's the best.
0: We I have like people were sending me screenshots of like things he was saying, but it was yeah. funny. I would have the the live stream playing either on like the iPad or my phone. And, like, Naomi would be on her phone, like, watching the comment section. (laughs) Like, we had the whole thing covered. It was awesome.
2: It's so funny. So many people would do the same. They'd be like, um, who's Brian O'Donnell? I see that you're friends with him. And just, it'd be a clip, like, Mo Bergman eats poopy or something. (laughs) Like, so ridiculous. And I'm like, like, I don't know. Ask my daughter. She's feuding with Brian right now. She's on his list.
1: All right, we'll totally get there. I definitely want to cover that stuff, but I'm I'm I just want to lean in hard on this stuff because I love I love seeing how many young voices younger voices are getting interested in city politics. Like, local politics has always been an older person's game to me. It like it bores the hell out of us younger and younger's. And uh, I I love it. And the fact that there's no competition (laughs) with sports, I think, is potentially an interesting kind of point to make. Where like. There's nothing else to do, so let's get pissed about something.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. Like, local politics has always been really big for me, just because it is, like, it directly affects your day-to-day. Yeah. And, like, you – like, say, like, one of you ran. Like, you could make a huge change just, like, here in Worcester, and that's awesome. But it is. I feel like they make it boring on purpose.
0: They do. Yeah, for sure. But – so, I mean, to that note, like – I don't know if either one of us would ever run, but I did have a friend reach out last week. So it was funny. I had a, like an, a, an Instagram story like typed up on the Seltzer account where it literally was like, hey, if any of you want to run, let us know. And like, I don't ever want to run, but I 100% am down to like market the fuck out of somebody that I believe in to the point of it being like, what the heck is going on? Like, Why is this all <laughs> talked about? And then I was like, ah, I don't know, like, let's wait and see what happens. So I posted something else. And like literally the next day, I had a friend reach out that was like, Hey, I'm seriously considering running next year. Would you run my social media? And I was like, oh my god, yes. And it's like a person who I definitely is definitely passionate about the city and about what's going on right now. And I was like, this is fucking perfect
2: i think it would be so fun like i don't know if i could run like i don't like
1: That's, that was, was going to be my question is when jenny runs and wins how do you change it to not be so boring
2: i've been thinking about that for years i've literally been like like i love sean rose so he's my district i'm in district one so i would never ever run against sean rose i think he's yeah. great so <laughs> i don't know i'm like ah. Uh. It'd be fun to run and just turn it into a circus and have it be like, I'm cutting promos. I'm putting out videos of Clementine. I'm like, I don't know. I just think it'd be fun to make it like the Worcester magazine competition where it's like, just have fun with it. I mean, obviously I would take it super seriously, but just to get people engaged.
0: That's the thing. Like, I mean, now that I have much more like interest involved in it, and like watching the way, like you single handedly made me interested in fucking neighborhood watch meetings. And I, like, I've never went to one, I never cared, but like we're gonna be moving shortly, and I'm pretty sure that like now my goal is to start going to those neighborhood meetings just to be like, a I want to be involved, and b Jenny made this so cool, like I oh, want to be like as much as possible. <laughs> but I also think that like by giving people that outlet of being like, well, if Jenny's going to this one, and if Ricky's going to this one, like, I should go to mine. And, like, then we've got at least, you know, a handful of voices involved in a handful of neighborhoods in the city. It's got to start somewhere.
2: Any neighborhood watch meeting that I've been to, like, when people complain enough, like, even if it's just, I want a speed sign on Clark Street. People drive so fast, right? Like, that's a big problem. Because it's, like, everyone that goes is – A lot older than us like i'm the youngest person there sometimes uh brian o'donnell and his girlfriend jess will go but like i'm the youngest by like 20 years and i'm almost 40 okay so it's like crazy but like whatever they complain about gets done no matter what like so i mean if we were to all start going and saying like hey like let's talk about this school or this playground in this neighborhood you know i feel like so few people go that they're just like whatever. Like, we'll fix it. Shut up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. Squeaky wheel gets the grease, and it's politics and everything. Shit's done by the people that show up.
2: Like, it's true. You have to show up. You have to show up.
1: Yeah. So
2: if we, Like, it's
0: fine to do, like, the whole, like, Twitter rant thing, but, like, you don't accomplish... the end of the day, like, we're not accomplishing anything by demanding on Twitter that, like, <laughs> the Columbia statue goes down. You know what I mean? Like, you have to actually go. And it's tear it down. Like, that way, but what yeah
2: like we'll tear it down yeah
0: yeah we well, i'm taking this fucking thing down
2: have
1: you started your elf sculpture yet ricky
0: um so it was brought to my attention yesterday by scott zoback fucking legend nice, that even though i have always thought that like there's no way elf could be problematic aside from him eating cats there's uh, actually a leaked video of like 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 a blooper reel of the guy who voiced Alf saying like some pretty nasty shit like while they're not recording he like made like sexual comments at like his co-stars like as Alf he said some pretty like some pretty bad words for for Alf to be saying um, so that was rest of my attention I haven't seen this video but I read through the entire article and I was because I was hoping for the video to be like wait a minute like what the heck? <laughs> So now that I know that even Alf has a problematic history, I
2: Nobody's I don't know. I
0: feel like I have to go straight back to the Beanie Babies, like make Beanie Babies great again, mm-hmm. which for the last 4 years has become this thing where anytime people see Beanie Babies, I get fucking tagged in their posts. <laughs> no matter I'll what, I
2: think time. of you when I see Beanie Babies at like yard sales. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's you're not the only person, trust me. The meme of, like, the couple in the 90s who, when they got a divorce, had to, like, figure out where their Bs go gets sent to me weekly. For four years now, this has been my life. And I did it to myself, and I know that, but, like, I've seen the meme. <laughs> I'm going to
2: start maybe, sending yeah. the meme weekly just myself. <laughs> Have you seen this? Oh, no. Have you seen
1: this? <laughs> you date um, it and just forget every week. Yeah. Um. <laughs> maybe we make a beanie baby statue because like
0: beanie babies aren't problematic they just you know never became the secret gold mine that we thought they were going to
2: that's true i mean yeah maybe beanie babies it's hard to find anyone who isn't like a dick at some point i know sad
1: it's it is Uh, but I mean like nobody's safe we were talking about before the show like a lot of our local wrestlers apparently got ravaged by shit that they used to say and now they're gone right that's what you were saying
2: yeah it's going down it's like in the wrestling world you know and then you're like it's it sucks right because you're just like like there's this one wrestler David Starr who I like loved and he's like the Bernie Sanders of wrestling and he was fighting for unions for wrestlers and healthcare and really like I mean, he was awesome. I saw him in like a barbed wire match. It was disgusting. You <laughs> like he was my favorite wrestler. And then, you know, one of his ex-girlfriends put out a statement and put out videos. And it's like, and you feel so bad for these women, right? You're just like, well, you had to go through this. That's terrible. But then you're just like, I really like this guy. But then like, am I a jerk? You know what I mean? I'm like, obviously like, gotta put a lot of t-shirts like in the back of my closet now kind of it's just crazy
0: (laughs) it's hard because it's like you don't want to take away from what somebody else went through because obviously like they had to deal with it firsthand but thinking about trying to give some people the benefit of the doubt where it's like yeah you were a shit person but like you learned from your mistake and like now you're fighting for like you're fighting the good fight even though you didn't fight the good fight as a child you know what i mean like it's like kind of
2: hard it's people are so complex and like i think cancel culture is great in a lot of ways like totally like when someone's like a rapist or disgusting or racist like 100 but like you said like people change and people grow and it's really hard when someone's like well look at this Um, interview they did 15 years ago when like we all know like the language 15 years ago and the culture was completely different it just stinks that I don't know people weren't more like woke in the 90s I guess yeah
0: the 2000s people weren't even woke like four years
1: ago
2: (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people still aren't woke
1: (laughs) I'm thankful that we didn't have social media when I was a kid because I know I said some really stupid shit some awful Shit that wasn't funny. you yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was funny then. It's definitely not funny. And I'm glad I didn't put that down into words and then out on the internet. But I'm sure, I'm sure there's times, I, I'm sure I'm on record somewhere saying something stupid because I've said a lot of stupid shit. I'm a stupid asshole. And it says no, stupid <laughs> stupid asshole. no, but no, I mean, that's my point. Like, everybody, it's- to your point, every person is complex and we've all said dumb things at dumb times. And I don't know. At, at a certain point what when do we start giving people not necessarily the benefit of the doubt but like if you're owning that you were wrong then and you're grown now does that forgive it i don't know
2: i know i know i think about stuff like that all the time like because like obviously like, i grew up in the 90s in a small like Shrewsbury's a pretty small town like like yeah. oilston you know like you ricky it's yeah it's whatever it's like towny crap all the time and You don't really learn. I mean, like I had a great education, but I wasn't learning, I feel like, maybe necessarily the right things. And then when I went to Clark, so I went to Clark for my master's when I was like 35 or 34, and I had to take a class called like examining your race, like examining your whiteness. Oh, cool. And it like blew my mind. And I'm a pretty like liberal, like I'm, you know, I'm like a regular person. I couldn't believe it. And, like, originally when I had to take the class, I'm like, I'm paying, like, $25,000 for a year. Like, I just want to learn how to teach. Like, we took this class, and it was the best class I ever took.
0: That's awesome.
2: I wish, like, everyone could just take it before they start running their mouths about, like, all lives matter and blue lives. Like, take this one class. It was a week. You know, like, $5,000. That's okay. Just take it. Like, but it was cool because I remember the first question was, like, when did you – when did you become aware of your race and i was like 34 and i was like i don't know like never like i never thought about it right which is obviously a horrible privilege but it was a really cool class that's crazy Um,
1: yeah actually i had an interesting that small towny vibe i went home this past weekend to see my mom for her 60th birthday and she had a small socially distant gathering and one of the neighbors that I've grown up with, or I've known this dude for a good chunk of my life, had a conversation with him about what's going on. And he's like, you know, it's pretty good up here in the Northeast. We don't have a lot of those uh, BLM types. And my, I just went, oh. He's like, you know, because it's probably good around here. And I'm like, yeah, that's... going to go anywhere else. <laughs> some people's <laughs> perspectives. And I just walked away. I was done. I was done talking. And that's not even... Oh, I just remembered my... Oh, my God. All right. that's right. I'm going to say it now. It's not even the worst thing I saw down in Podunk, Connecticut. I saw a fucking – there's CCDL, which is the Connecticut Civil Defense League. They love their pistols. But on the other side of this car was a long rifle. I don't know the type. But underneath it, it said, Black Guns Matter. And, like, I couldn't fucking believe it. And I'm like, where's anybody to kick this dude's teeth in? Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel you on the small-towny vibes, and, like, I don't know. I don't know when I recognize my race. That's a very interesting question.
2: It's an interesting question, right? But if someone were to <laughs> say that to you in middle school or high school, like, maybe you'd have a different mindset than, like, Black, black Guns Matter. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. Just Yeah, up. I mean, I, like you said, I grew up in West then like, <laughs> which, it's funny talking to people now, that i grew up with because like some of them are actual adults and have like you know a pretty well-rounded like view of things and there's just still that like really loud pocket of people that are like they never left west boylston they never or you know whatever small town they grew up in like they never left this small town everything is like the opposite to them than it is to like anybody else in the world like
2: it's crazy
0: interesting
2: yeah it's really weird because then like i look at it like it's the same like i'll see kids from my high school on facebook like dan rascott and i graduate together and he's like right and then you see other kids who'll be like just saying the most fucked up shit and like we all had the same education like we all lived in the same town it was like how did you go so far this way but then i mean I mean, I don't know. It's just, is, it's really crazy to see. It's a bummer.
1: It is,
0: it is a bummer. <laughs> All
1: right. That's like the
0: best That's phrase
2: bummer.
1: for yeah.
0: everything.
2: <laughs> Let's pick bummer. this back up.
1: Because <laughs> uh, there was something we teased up before, and I love the touch before we end this with Jenny. Um, you're a big wrestling fan.
2: Uh,
1: and it seems like it's gone on to your offspring and that they, too, spe- specifically your daughter, has turned into a wrestling fan.
2: Mm-hmm. And, uh,
1: she's calling out a local bully
2: <laughs> she <laughs> does not like bullies and she won't stand for it she sticks up for people I, I'm big on advocating so
1: yeah Yeah.
2: Uh, he's called out Brian O'Donnell publicly Brian
1: O'Donnell you better watch yourself buddy because it's oh. coming for you
2: a guy's a meatball
1: a guy's a meatball, <laughs> a meatball. I'm going to put that in i want to see if I can't put in a little sample of the video right here for fun. Clementine, what's up? Hi,
2: Zonchi! That's meatball, Paul Donald! The elegant! You know what I did that it was a big mistake? Like, I graduated from Clark with a master's in teaching. My bachelor's is history, okay? So there's no teaching jobs for history teachers because no one wants to leave their history teaching job. It's not on the MCAS, right? So. Do whatever you want there's no accountability so fine whatever so i like graduate and i'm like cool like i can't get a fucking job within like 45 minutes of worcester so then i accidentally get pregnant because like listen use birth control like i can personally vouch for this so i get pregnant <laughs> and i'm like waitressing at this point And I was like, "You know what I do like for myself is watch every Raw pay per view from 1998 to modern day." Oh yeah. So I'd wager it's like be so tired, I would just watch '90s wrestling all day. And you want to talk about cancel culture? Like watch five minutes of any Raw from 1998, and you're gonna like, it was on TV.
0: Yeah, that was when that was like my wrestling peak was like '98 to like 2002. That was my so wrestling. good
2: that's a really big chunk but i was watching like oh yeah probably five hours of wrestling a day on average which means <laughs> i was going higher than five hours and also lower and so then with clementine i mean i just feel like it was it's in her genes it is like it shaped her to like <laughs> i don't know it's crazy so she has like um she's a wrestler Clearly. Yeah. Um, This isn't
1: the first time we've talked about Clementine on the show, actually. Because when we had Molly on, we talked about their film that they had worked on together, where Clementine and, oh my goodness, I forget her daughter's name.
2: Dylan.
1: Dylan, thank you. Uh, They were part of it. They were uh, used in the scene. Um, And then I also saw that they just had a, a play date over the weekend, and they had a socially distant play date, and I thought that was super sweet.
2: Oh my God! We well, we actually went to you guys know Jared going. You must right. Probably. He works at Whole Foods. He's really great. So we went to their house. Clementine has three friends. It's Quite Dylan, Dee Margot, and then um Maddie. So and she hasn't seen any of them, and she'll cry like she'll cry sometimes at bedtime because we would hang out a lot, right? Like I love to yeah. hang out. So she saw her little friend and had like, they both had their masks on. So like, I, what's right? Like, I don't know what's right to do. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like to keep kids from other kids, it's a bummer. I don't want anyone to get sick. So we were trying to do it, like, you know, do all the right things, but it was really cute. They like played, <laughs> <laughs> such dorks. <laughs>
0: Who who's Clementine's favorite wrestler?
2: He is. I mean, like, okay. So when I was pregnant, they say if you play one song to your stomach, like over and over and over, when the baby's born, if you play it, they'll calm down. So I would always play her the Big Show intro. You know, well, you <laughs> well, it's the Big Show. <laughs> I don't know why I chose that. One.
1: Does it work? <laughs>
2: Those random nothing calms her down, <laughs> things <you> don't <sighs> amp her up higher, like there's no calming her down.
1: <laughs> you probably can't pick wrestling entrance music, that's gonna get her going. It's like
2: it's kind of like chill, though. It has like that, like uh, I would say John Cena because he has two children's books that are awesome. Oh, cool. He quotes it's all it's just like never ever give up, basically. He's this little like monster truck called Elbow Grease. <laughs> um, <laughs> And when I was pregnant with Bixby, I didn't want anyone to know his name. So we would tell Clementine his name was John Cena. So, like, our parents, like, if you guys ever have kids, like, just don't get involved with anybody, okay? Because, like, you'd be, you'd be like, what's the name? What's the name? So we wouldn't tell anyone. And Clementine, they'd say, whoa, Clementine will tell us. And so she'd always say, like, it's John Cena. <laughs> like even after he was born still <laughs> call him John Cena
1: that's awesome
2: I like always tell this story like we go to s like the butcher for food yeah. you know I try to like shop there instead of Price Chopper and so like carrying Bixby in the you know the cart and he's new and Clementine's all excited and the guy was like hey Clementine um, you're a big sister and she was like Yeah, John Cena eats mommy's boobies. And I just like. (laughs) I mean, she (laughs) got his name and he was at the time. So like, it's not a lie, but it just kind of (coughs) sucked. 50 year old man this.
1: (laughs) Uh, And over here, that's hilarious.
2: That's so good. Wrestling is a big part of our lives. They don't, they don't watch it. I don't let them watch wrestling. Too early. Yeah. Too early.
1: Respect.
0: Yeah. I mean, my dad didn't really want me watching wrestling, and I was like, f- I don't know, 14 or <laughs> 13 or something. But whatever.
1: That's so cool. I feel like when I was a kid, they used to be on Saturday mornings. So, like, I... when the cartoons stopped, I can pick up a wrestling, like a highlight reel or something.
2: Oh, really? Yep. I remember those days. That's cool. I just remember
0: watching it at my buddy Greg's house all the time. Like, this was, like, b- before SmackDown started. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, so like, 98.
0: This yeah. Because SmackDown started, what, like, 2000-ish?
2: I think it was, like, 99. Yeah, 99 or 2000. Okay.
0: Because I remember that was, like, a huge deal. I don't know. I did, All I cared about was, like, Stone Cold and the Hardy Boys and <sighs> DX. Yeah.
2: Are you watching AEW? No. Because Matt Hardy's on there now. Really? And Broken Matt Hardy, yeah, it's, and uh, Billy Gunn.
0: Badass.
2: Mm-hmm. I.
0: That's my favorite entrance music of all time. Me too. I know all of the words to that song.
2: It's so good.
0: It's the best. If I ever, for some reason, get a band and like we play out, I'm. That's gonna be a, the one cover song we do.
2: Everyone loves it. They play it on the sports hub all the time. And I like go crazy. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's but like, okay, wouldn't it be fun? Just like bring it back. Like if you're running for city council and they're like, okay, there's going to be a debate tonight. Not like they ever do, but like talk yeah. of the Commonwealth did it. And you just show up. Like I show up with like a boom box on my shoulder and hit play. And it's like, and oh, me! Me! like, who's not going to vote for me? Like, <laughs>
0: the idiots
2: everyone and it else is far talks more interesting
0: pop,
2: right it's i get so mad because like i go to things and like i waitress like like i see everybody like i see you guys and like no one can even just be like hey it's so cool that you're here tonight like you know what i mean like we went yeah. to the um talk of the commonwealth did it like a debate at redemption rock and i went with my friend kevin and it's like you know like we left our kids at home with like our spouses and we made it there and no one like they all just stick together they're so clicky
0: yeah
2: because they know they're going to get voted in no matter what which is like fine but like don't you want to like meet people and be like hey it's so cool that there's 15 people here like you can't take time to just be like what's up yeah what are you doing? like i don't know i would love it
0: that's but that's the thing though like now we can change that if we get people in that are, like, younger and understand, I don't know, m- simple marketing of being like, hey, what's going on? Like, that's going to stick with
2: me. <laughs> <Yeah>, like-
1: <laughs> they don't even have to be younger if they just understand how to talk to the next generation of people and, like, yep. are willing to, to do the actual deeds and not just do the show shit.
2: That's the thing, I don't understand. Like everyone's so defensive and I get it. Like you think a certain way and now that's being like challenged, but how hard is it just to say, okay, like, you know what? Like like Kate Toomey, right? Like she like, loves the police and that's all fine and well. But maybe just take some time to say, I'm not gonna talk. I'm just gonna sit and take notes and I'll listen and I'll respect what people are saying because they've had different experiences than me. And maybe, like, bring that into, like, your decision-making instead of just being like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't get that mentality at all. Why are you in city council then? Stay home.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
2: It makes me so mad. Just listen.
0: It's really not that hard.
2: No, right? Like, you guys do it. <laughs> you guys need to be right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think I'll ever run for politics, though. Yeah,
0: I probably you'd, wouldn't.
1: You'd have to give a lot of yourself. I, I don't I'd know have to tuck
0: my shirt in a lot more, and like that kind of sucks.
1: <laughs> change that shit. <laughs> Fuck it.
2: That's right. No, don't tuck your shirt in. You're you. Uh-oh. Fuck it. What? I'm a nurse <laughs> man. <laughs> you think a- I thought you were gonna come back shirtless. I thought it seemed like a costume change. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I- <laughs>
2: I'm a man.
1: I'll do that in post. I'll add it and have you come back on.
2: (laughs) Mr. Ass, I keep, so I started making the kids wrestling costumes like during quarantine. And I wanted to do Bixby like Mr. Ass cuz he has cloth diapers. They're like different colors, but I'm like, is that like not okay? Like, I don't know. No, it's perfect.
1: Is it Mr. Heine? I mean, I would go even like Mr. Dupa, I don't know, go. Mr.
2: Baby Butt Mr. Baby Butt That would be so funny
1: I would That sounds funny as hell Remember
0: Valdinas (laughs) No He He was another one that That entrance music so good. So
2: good So good With the towel Yeah There are so many good entrance songs In the 90s
0: I used to have, like, the CDs that had them on, like, the, like, WWE Volume 3. <laughs> Whatever the green one was, that one had, uh, I think that one had Mr. Ass's music on it.
2: Oh, my God, that's so cool. Then they when started
1: I, hiring real bands, and then that was real cool.
2: Yeah, when they'd be at, like, WrestleMania, they'd be yeah. playing, like, CM, it's like, in Living Color would be playing CM Punk's intro.
0: it's so sick. <laughs> Kid, who had the kid? Was Undertaker? He was Kid Rock for a little while. Yep.
2: Yeah. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Okay. And then he come in on the motorcycle, and he was the American badass. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: just
2: rewatched
1: us when he was 30. I he felt when it was just the bells for Undertaker, and it was all the darkness, and I didn't see him on a motorcycle.
2: It oh, was he freaked. was. Oh. Yeah, he. Pfft. Hey, Travis, you should get the WWE Network and watch every ROM pay-per-view from 1998 on. It puts you in a weird, weird headspace.
1: I like stuff like that in the background when I work, so why not?
2: Yeah, it's perfect for that, because it just comes in and out.
1: Maybe that's what I'll do.
0: So, like, there's a really good chance we're going to have, like, a winter quarantine again. So, um, maybe I'll just devote that quarantine to watching wrestling videos.
2: You should. was gonna
0: be so stoked.
2: We shall <laughs> love it. Nate loved it too. He would just feel like, okay. He
1: really good. See, I love that you're you're redefining gender biases because the wife loves wrestling and the husband's like, okay, whatever. Fuck yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's empowering.
2: That's it's so empowering. I mean, that's the only thing. Otherwise, it's um strictly traditional in this house. <laughs> you know because. <laughs> He's the landlord, so I have to do all the chores. Happens. Hey, what are you going to do? You know? Yep.
0: He's going to be the nicest landlord of all time.
2: I don't know. I don't know. Listen, check my Twitter. I'm trying to get, like, a different image of Nate out there.
1: The real (laughs) Nate.
2: Yeah, the real Nate. (laughs) (laughs) Nicest person on the planet.
1: Nate Fitzgerald. (laughs) Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: Jenny, this has been absolutely wonderful. Uh, how do people find you on the interwebs? Where? What's the best place for you?
2: I guess Twitter. Um, I think it's Dr. Jenny Danger. Let me look.
1: I think it is Dr. Jenny Jenny Danger.
2: I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I it's just like thought you- that'd be funny. Yeah, Dr. Jenny Danger. Hey, email me, text me. I don't care. I'm not doing anything. People <laughs> can reach me any way they want, you know, very available to talk.
1: Awesome. Oh.
2: I'm always around.
1: The doctor's funny. I put an R, like the registered trademark thing after my name because I thought it'd be funny instead of the book mark. Nobody ever asked me about it. Oh, that's cool. I it's- like
2: that idea. You guys should get a blue check mark for Seltzer Time.
0: Someday. Someday. I gotta up the, we gotta up the Seltzer Time Twitter. That's like it's a thing we made, and we didn't really use it, and then we started using it recently. Like we have gained more, like way more followers than we had before. But
2: it's hard to keep up. It is hard like, to keep it sounds up. Sounds dumb, but it kind of is.
0: Yeah, I gotta devote. I just gotta like set some time aside each day to tweet.
2: <laughs> Twitter time.
0: <laughs> yeah, Twitter time. Shitter if time. You know, we heard that. I should be like you're on Twitter all day what are you talking about Twitter time? <laughs> Every time is Twitter time. I'm like, I know, but like, there's like the Dick Chuck Twitter time and there's a Seltzer time Twitter time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then and where does can- Instagram in? I mean.
0: Yeah, right, like. God.
2: You guys the have power. the world cut out for you. It's,
1: it's not easy. Hard. It's
0: not
2: easy.
1: So, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. Uh, and hopefully we'll see you either on a ballot somewhere or in the ring. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'll be around. I'll have my mask on. You guys will see me. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much for having me. This was really fun. Yeah, hi, Ricky. can you say hi, Ricky? Hi, Travis.
1: Hi. Hi. <laughs> we love your oh, videos. The
0: whole squad.
2: They like your videos. <laughs>
1: oh, <makes> sense. <laughs> <laughs> hi, do you Clementine. Do you hi,
2: Bixby. movie for and Ricky, and you can drink a seltzer later. Okay. A bubbly water. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're silly. <laughs> you are so. Oh, show him, Show him your drink. <gasps> so oh, yes.
1: Topic. Good choice.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a good one.
0: I'm like waiting to hear like the big show, the entrance music. <laughs>
2: well, it's
0: so, again, thank you so much, Jenny, for coming on. That was awesome. Um, it was great, I, you know, to hear your perspective of why you started going to meetings and kind of like, you know, what got you excited about that first meeting and then led you to go to every single one of them for, what, two years now or something? Is that what you said? Two years?
2: Yeah.
1: And I respect my friends that go to concerts by themselves. Now Jenny's going to these meetings by Neighborhood Watch by herself, just going and tweeting and the making. That's all super, super cool. Yeah. It gives me hope for community. And like, that's the truest yeah. form of what community should look like.
0: Yeah. I'm, um, I like, I, so a couple of weeks ago, I live tweeted a, I watched this like Warp Tour 2003 documentary. Not many people interacted with my tweets, which is totally fine. I didn't expect people to, but it was also like, I've never live tweeted anything, but I follow a lot of things that are like, like live tweeting games and stuff like that it was so much fun and like it made me enjoy watching it a lot more because you're kind of like like yes i'm watching it because i'm entertained by it but also i got to pick apart something that happened you know 17 years ago um but the idea of her going to, to town hall meetings and live tweeting those i feel like you pay more attention to what's going on because you're waiting for like like what's the next tweet gonna be like how do i frame something that is you know potentially as boring as neighborhood watch meeting and make it entertaining for the people who follow me so i would actually like be really interested in going and live tweeting
1: some stuff like that i will follow you will save me the time like i said in the interview i mean i really i could see myself in a few more years getting interested in city politics but at the moment my attention is so just dragged and competed for too often that I can't see myself dedicating that much time to one of those types of meetings.
0: Really? I like, I'm the opposite right now. I'm very much like, like I have no interest in going to a concert, which I'll talk about in the Stokes and Pokes. Um, I have no interest in going to any of that stuff, like realistically through the end of the year, unless there's a drastic change in everything, which I don't see coming in a positive light. Um, But when things like, like at town meetings and stuff like that, do kind of like, you know, re-pop up. That's something that I think I'm gonna probably start going to. I'm not, I probably won't go every week, but I would like to go check them out and get involved. That way, you know, when I have to fight with the the internet trolls, at least I'm a a little more educated on it.
1: I respect that. I mean, getting educated in your community is, I can't see the downside.
0: No. Move.
1: Well, I believe we've reached about that show, uh, that part in the show. God damn it. I can't talk this episode. <laughs> I was going to comment how your interview, or your interview, your intro has been flawless the past couple episodes.
0: See, it- I, it's just, I think I'm hitting a groove now. It only took fucking a year and a half.
1: <laughs> and I think by thinking, <laughs> I've messed up my own tongue.
0: Yo, shout out to Mandy from Pig Out Bakery. She told me where I could find the new polar... Coconut lime seltzerade because Polar gives you know literally zero information. Um, heard that before. It's delicious. This is easily the drink of the summer, no doubt about it. I'll be stocking up as much as I possibly can. I bought two uh, of the it's like the seltzerade one, so those come in packs of eight. Yeah, so I bought two of those like right off the bat because I was like, even if it's bad, I can get through two of those. But I also know that, like, there's no way I'm not gonna like this. Um, and it's exactly what I want. So
1: basically, Ricky in a can.
0: It really is. I'm, <laughs> I'm very, very pumped. It has, it tastes like, uh, what's that? Is it Malibu? Malibu rum is like, it's a coconut rum, but it's like a shit coconut rum. Don't drink it. But it, cause that, it tastes fake, like, it's gross. This tastes like what I would want Malibu to taste like if I was drinking it now as an adult, not as a, you know, 18 or 19 year old when that was like one of the things on the list. Like, yo, like my sister's boyfriend's 21. What do you guys want to get? And we were like, Budweiser and Malibu. <laughs> it's so gross. I hate everything. But yeah, so shout out. Shout out Mandy Out. She's the best. She is the best.
1: All right. Solon. Solon is the best. Hit us on Good Goods, buddy. Stokes and Pokes and Stokes and Pokes. Stokes and Pokes and Stokes
0: and Pokes. Stokes and Pokes and, uh, stokes and Pokes and Stokes and Pokes and Stokes and Pokes and Stokes and Pokes.
1: I'm so pumped I found some of those old ones that he had sent us. So good. Yeah. I uh, I think there's a couple more. I think that was also just a new one right there. Um, and then we talked about doing that other one. I don't know why I thought of that, but I thought it'd be really funny. We'll see if so it I'm, I'm all about it. Also... Uh, it doesn't have to be Solon. Like we work with Solon because he's our homie. If any of our listeners have a stoke and poke jingle that they want to send us, record it, send it to us. You know, if it's good, we'll use it. Why not? And we'll give you credit.
0: Yeah. Do it. Let's party.
1: Hell yeah. Let's party. All right. Stokes and pokes. Well, uh, for starters, I'm going to poke, um, man, I don't know. I guess I'll poke us for first quick start. Uh, we are not rolling in it. We have self-funded this whole operation and we put up merch and it's awesome. It's so awesome that you guys bought it out already. We're out of stock already on some things. So I'm poking us. We probably should have gotten more on the start. We're going to get more in the store very, very soon. We really, truly appreciate everybody that that bought a shirt and bought some stickers so far. More stuff's coming. Um, Thank you. Thanks guys. (laughs) You're the best. Yeah, seriously. Um, I guess I'll, I'll just continue to poke the idiots that are making the mask wearing political and making this whole issue so much worse than it needs to be mixed in with the idiots that you saw over the weekend, protecting their gated community house with the guns. And there's a woman and a guy holding two guns. The woman's holding a pistol and she has terrible, terrible trigger safety she has her finger on it I'm assuming the safety isn't on very very fortunate that nobody was actually hurt in that situation so stupid it's
0: unreal I I mean like I'm still the one who like goes grocery shopping and stuff for us and I understand like I understand we are super super lucky that we live in a region of the country that or in, in a state I should say that takes it very seriously. For the majority of people here, people are being very smart. Um, I really hope I don't have to, like, have that conversation with a person who, like, when you walk out of the mask and they're like, pussy! Because I'm pretty sure I'll lose my fucking mind. Watching the videos of, like, the, the lady at... was it Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or something? I'm, like, losing her fucking mind over wearing a mask.
2: So I just
0: want to make sure that they remember that when it's your body, your, your choice, that also, you know, translates over to, um, you know, abortion rights and stuff.
1: So even the idiot that was trying to walk into Walmart, I don't even know where that was, but he tried to like shove this security guard just to get in and they're just stupid. Just stop. Um, John Oliver last night had a great point that they should have released MAGA masks and they should have just like, gave them away for free they missed a whole opportunity to get a bunch of free promotions granted we are no trump fans but it no. absolutely would have got the idiots to put the things on of course whether or not they work wrong and it's supposed so to go over the- your nose idiots
0: yeah i saw a tweet that was like um the world health organization like really screwed america over by saying that wearing a mask protects others from you they should have phrased it as wearing a mask protects you from others because then they they definitely would have done it
1: yeah yep because we're all a bunch of selfish asses selfish asses
0: so insane all
1: right so that's enough negative stuff i am stoked i am super super stoked on the worcester youth uh the worcester youth center especially this uh oh my god all right i took notes and i can't read them my eyes are (laughs) Um, a group of Worcester teenagers—they made an anthem for the coronavirus, the coronavirus era. That the song is called "We Want Our Summer." Oh my God! We want our summer back. It's a teen circle at Worcester Youth Center, and it's a bunch of young women that wrote a song all about how you should sanitize and wash your hands, and how they want their summer back. It's it's really awesome. Um, kind of catchy too, like really really catchy. Boston.com picked up an article about them. They're all oh. over and so ever since May 25th and you know the changing of everything and how we've been kind of learning more about who's doing what in our community I learned about what Worcester Youth Center is doing for a whole bunch of uh, people that don't have a lot of resources so I'm super interested in potentially working with them I'm kind of in some conversations to help them out on some stuff and uh, we need to be helping out more organizations like this that are just community focused and are just doing the damn thing
0: yeah, that's dope.
1: Acta non verba. That's uh it's the deeds over words. It's it's like something that I like, hit me over the weekend. I found it somewhere, and I've kind of like now taken that as my own little personal mission. Cool. Let's talk more rock. What there you go. got?
0: Um all right, cool. So uh my poke is like I mentioned earlier, like I really like I, I miss going to concerts so much i really 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 do i love going to shows um that's completely impossible right now it's not a matter of opinion it is literally a fact and over the weekend chase rice who's like this huge country artist i don't like him I, he, it's not my it's that like weird pop country thing chase rice played a show in nashville that was like jam packed with people he like posted it on his instagram story that was like we're back not a single person had a mask on it it looked like a normal show there were people on top of each other like it was unbelievably uncomfortable to see the video from it it was also wildly irresponsible like the entire touring community is out of work but you know drivers crew members the band the merch guy fucking every single person involved in that and a lot of venues are going out of business a lot of them will not be able to reopen when this is over it's a horrible horrible scary time and chase rice like almost single-handedly just pushed it back even further by being a complete more it's, it's not it's unbelievably selfish it's so stupid like dude what the fuck it's just
1: unbelievable
0: um i saw that and it just instantly makes you really mad. I have a fuck ton of friends that are involved in that world, and they are all out of work right now. And then this idiot went and did something stupid like that. It's just... It's very, very irresponsible. So fuck Chase Rice. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my poke. I could go on for days on how unbelievably bad it was for him to do that, but yeah, whatever.
1: It's just. Um, long story short, it's dumb.
0: Yeah, he's such a my stoke is Cam Newton signed with the Patriots. I Ooh. yeah, dude, I the, I'm a I'm a football fan, but not a big football fan. It's easily out of like the top four major sports. It's my fourth favorite. I don't really care about it. Um I like watching the Patriots, but I don't care about I don't do the fantasy thing. I don't hate football talk. But um I had zero excitement towards the Patriots this year even though like Cam Newton's not as good as he was a couple years ago when he like almost went undefeated and won an MVP and you know was one fumble away from winning a Super Bowl he's still so goddamn good and like the idea of that quarterback the style he plays is something that we've literally never had in New England and just it's going to be very interesting to watch. Just the storyline alone is exciting enough for me to be like, okay, I care. I care about football. something that I literally did not expect to care about. So yeah, it's a pretty pretty big deal. The entire world changed last night in terms of like the Patriots and the way they were viewed and their odds to win a Super Bowl drastically changed. So it's pretty crazy. That's,
1: That's awesome
0: I feel like most of my poke or most of my stokes are gonna be sports related for a while because like where the like the NHL the NBA and the MLB all start at the end of this of July. So it's like things are starting to eating with each other.
1: That doesn't make sense to me.
0: But it I agree with you, but at the same time like it's clear. This is what what drives me crazy about people who don't understand why we're still, you know, like semi-quarantined, I guess. Um those leagues all lost billions of dollars and it still isn't safe for them to play and like the way they have to play they're not going to be making the money from fans like there's going to be no fans obviously anything like that but like even if all you care about is sports that alone should show you that we're still not there where like things can happen again they're going out of their way to make things happen and even there's like a lot of players that aren't going to play like Avery Bradley for the Lakers, um, has said like he's not he's not going to join the team. Totally fine. Everybody understands it. It sucks that they're all coming back at the same time because it would have been great to have them a little staggered. But it just shows like the earliest that any team sports can happen is the end of July. That's pretty wild.
1: Yeah, and again we've said it before that like racing seems to be the one that makes the most sense because their their crew sizes are so small. And like yeah. 25 guys on an active roster for a baseball league. Like I, it's what, 40 something for football? Like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's a lot of people with trainers and coaches and to keep in a city essentially where they yeah. can't go out. They can't so
0: they I, haven't even announced like what the plan for baseball is. Like they they're announced when the games start. They announced they're only gonna play 60 of them. Over the course of 66 days, but they haven't said where that's going to be. I know there was like a, a, there was a rumor of uh, Arizona being like a spot for baseball, but Arizona is like one of the highest States in the country right now for that. So that's pretty much out of the question. It's, it's almost looking like they might end up having to play in a place like Boston or New York where coronavirus was like so huge with the first wave, but we've all kind of taken it a lot more seriously than most of the rest of the country. Right. So well, it's kind of wild to
1: think about. Um, and then I would be remiss to not give one last shout-out that the Bravehearts are actually coming back. And they're having a season. The Worcester Bravehearts, our local team. that was pumped. Have they ski-
0: announced if fans are going to be able to go to that and stuff?
1: I, so I don't know, but they – The the summer when you visit a Bravehearts game, there will be a new safety precaution. So it seems like they're going to try like hell to allow people to come into the games.
0: Hmm.
1: Again, they don't tend to have a ton of audience. If you space people out, it's all open. It's no different than dining outside as long as you're getting people to clean the chairs and whatnot. And you have to wear a mask through the whole thing. All that said, it doesn't really make me want to go. Um, I'm pumped that yeah, yeah. they started a network for the college league so that you can actually watch the games online. Maybe I'll. Oh, see really? That. Yeah, I was just on their oh, Twitter. That's really cool. So, I mean, I they were here first, and I'd love to support yeah. them. And we've had Peterman on, and he's a great dude. So I'm pumped to see that those guys can continue the good work they're doing.
0: Sweet. That sounds awesome. I didn't know you could stream the games. That's pretty great.
1: I think they did it this year, trying to figure out how to make it work.
2: Cool.
1: That's rad. So yeah, if anything, that's the point of that one is it's rad that people are trying to figure out how to live life and do cool shit in quarantine because we're absolutely living this way for a while. Yep. <laughs> Big time. All right. Well, you've cool. done it. You've killed yourself another hour and whatever listening to us ramble on. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for the support. Check us out at SeltzerTime.com. Buy merch. Tell your friends. Give us a review. And find me on the interwebs at HunchbackTravis.
0: And you can find me at SeltzerTime. No, you can find me at Digital. Wow. Here we go. Um, (laughs) There
1: there it is. The Ricky I know and love. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I started getting like the front end good. Now the back end's going to suck. Uh, You can find me at DickChuck77 or SeltzerTimeOfficial. Follow our Twitter.
1: Yeah. Keep being awesome, guys. We'll see you next week.
0: Bye, guys. Sorry for partying.